Welcome to the Purposeful Parenting Podcast. I'm Harriet Rowe, wife and mother of four adult children, three girls and one boy, all graduates of the United States Military Academy at West Point. Grab a cup of tea or coffee, get cozy, and take in your weekly dose of Purposeful Parenting. Here we go. Welcome to another episode of Purposeful Parenting. I'm so glad you're here today. E.T. Sullivan tells us that when God wants a great work done in the world or a great wrong righted, he goes about it in a very unusual way. He doesn't stir up his earthquakes or send forth his thunderbolts. Instead, He has a helpless baby born, perhaps in a simple home and of some obscure mother. And then God puts the idea into the mother's heart and she puts it into the baby's mind. And then God waits. The greatest forces in the world are not the earthquakes and the thunderbolts. The greatest forces in the world are are babies. Think about it. You are raising the next generation. Your child could be the one to cure cancer, to establish the first colony on another planet, a surgeon that performs an operation that has never been heard of yet. Or he could be an evangelist that leads millions of souls to Christ. We don't know what path our child will take, but we do know that God has given us this awesome responsibility to take care of this child and to help him or her to find the path that God has given him or her. Yes, parents, we have that awesome responsibility to direct and grow that force, that child that God has given us. There's so many things that we have to think about. We have to think about developing their character, their self-esteem, their integrity, and their walk with God. One thing that I thought about recently, interestingly enough, was when I was out pulling some weeds out of some peppermint, of all things. And I started thinking about boundaries. You see, I am not really one with the green thumb, but I love peppermint, and peppermint grows like wildfire. Well, while we were living in Virginia, I decided that I was going to plant some up against the fence. And I got a couple of plants of peppermint and put those down. And sure enough, it grew all over the place. I just thought, wow, this is amazing. And I'd pull some and I'd use some for tea and I'd pull some and use it for different things. And then I looked at it and I thought, goodness, this stuff is going all over the place. Well, I would pull it and during the winter, it would die down. 
And I'd come back during the spring and it would grow all over the place again. And I thought, man, this is really something. But I just thought, okay, I'll just pull it and, and wait for the winter to kill it off. And then I'll pull it some more. So that's what I did. But I did enjoy the peppermint. But that peppermint was not tamed by any stretch of the imagination. So a few years pass and we move and we're now here in Arizona. So I thought, okay, this time I am going to plant some peppermint again, but I'm going to be smarter about it. So I got these big round tubs, you know, the ones that are cut in half, and I put a few plants in each one of those. Well, it was absolutely great because the peppermint was growing and I'd go out and cut some and it was growing and I'd go out and cut some more. Then after a while, I looked out because I hadn't cut it for a while and I it looked like stalks. I thought, what is going on? Well, I had ended up neglecting the peppermint. So can you see where the boundaries come in in both of these cases? Well, in Virginia, I had planted the peppermint and it had absolutely no boundaries whatsoever. So it went all over the place. I kid you not. Even the lawnmower was cutting this stuff down and it was still growing. Now, it wasn't so bad because, you know, it smelled good, but it wasn't really doing what I wanted it to do. It was all over the place. So look at what happened when I got here and I planted it in tubs. Well, once again, this time it had boundaries, but those boundaries were really constrictive. They were not, I was not taking care of this peppermint. I'd go out periodically and get some for tea or whatever, and that was it. But the, it was still growing hog wild. In fact, when I went out to pull some of this and to cut it, it had all sorts of stuff. I don't know where it came from because I would have thought that because I had restricted this peppermint so much, I thought it was going to be just fine, but it wasn't. So do you see the connection here between boundaries for our kids and boundaries for these plants? Well, here's the thing. In Virginia, I didn't have any boundaries whatsoever. So it was doing whatever it wanted to do. And that's what happens with our children. If we don't give our children boundaries and make them clear, they'll, they don't know what to do. They'll run all over the place and we will be neglecting what we need to be doing for them. And that's guiding them towards the path that God wants them to do. Let's look at the one in the tubs. Well, have you known a parent, or this may be you even, who has decided that they are going to make sure 
their child will always follow every rule. So what do they do? They make these real strict rules, and they don't give the child any leeway whatsoever. So the child is in a situation where, hey, whatever little bit that I can do, I'm going to go wild with it. And that's what happens sometimes to children. They may not act out, but emotionally, those strict boundaries, those strict confinements can really be hindering your child. So I guess what I'm saying is we as parents have got to be smart when we set boundaries for our children. We certainly can't let them do what my peppermint was doing in Virginia. We can't say, okay, I am going to plant you here and give you full range. We can't do that. But we can't put them in a box and say, you can only do this. We can't do that. We've got to be smart with how we set boundaries. And they do need boundaries. So what I want to do next week is to talk a little bit about boundaries and healthy boundaries. Because once again, God has given us these children. These children can be great forces in the world, and they can do great and wonderful things as they follow the path that God wants them to follow. But it's up to us as their parents to do so many things in order to help them to find that path. I love poems. And this one sets the stage, I think, perfectly for learning and talking more about boundaries. And this is by Mamie Jean Cole, and it's called The Child's Appeal. I am the child. All the world waits for my coming. All the earth watches with interest to see what I shall become. Civilization hangs in the balance. For what I am, the world of tomorrow will be. I am the child. I have come into your world about which I know nothing. Why I came, I know not. How I came, I know not. I am curious. I am interested. I am the child. You hold in your hand my destiny. You determine largely whether I shall succeed or fail. Give me, I pray you, those things that make for happiness. Train me, I beg you, that I may be a blessing to the world. Again, that's Mamie Jean Cole a child's appeal. Parents, you do hold your child's hand, his destiny in your hand. You do determine largely whether he or she will succeed. You need to train the child. 
you need to set boundaries for the child. And next week, we will talk more about those boundaries. And until then, remember to parent on purpose. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Purposeful Parenting. For more tips on parenting, or if you would like to reach out, please visit me on HarrietRowe.com and follow me on Facebook, Harriet Rowe. That's Harriet with two T's. I look forward to grabbing a cup of tea or coffee with you next week. Feel free to invite a friend. Until then, this is Harriet Rowe reminding you to parent on purpose. Thank you.